Good morning, listener. You're welcome to Nasco Moments. How many times have you washed your hands today? Remember to always stay safe. I'm your host, Hudun Gang. On the show today, we will discuss how financial intelligence and financial literacy can make for a prosperous society. Taking decisions on issues that border on investments, entrepreneurship, and management of finances are often very difficult. These concerns are mainly born out of the consideration of the risks and uncertainties that are associated with such businesses. In a world that is increasingly becoming complex, more and more people, especially the youth, are exploring other opportunities to create wealth, fight poverty, and improve the quality of life. Unfortunately, a sizable number of the populace in Nigeria lack the prerequisite skills and knowledge to enable them to take informed decisions on the kind of business they plan to set up or manage their finances. Joining us on Nasco Moments radio show this morning is Mr. Bulus Gwashi. He is a financial and management consultant, an accredited consultant for Bank of Industries BOI, and an accredited trainer for International Labour Organization ILO ITC. He will be educating us as we discuss how financial intelligence and financial literacy can make for a prosperous society. Mr. Pulus Gwashi, you're welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Dear listener, we shall be right back. Ah, ah, Mama Shakara. Eh? This is your shabby city shine. <laughs> and how don't fit? How manage? Ah, my sister. Brightex white detergent, oh. Brightex detergent, not the fake cloth at all at all. And if they wash clothes clean, well, well, it gets power to come out all the nyama nyama stain and dirty no matter how it be. You not go chop and too? No, you know the chop and do. And it's good for washing machine too. Eh? Hmm. Mama Shakara, me too now. Brightex detergent, I go to use to wash all my clothes now so that I go to shine, shine and scent, scent and make Shakara like you so. <laughs> Brightex White Detergent, a quality product from NASCO. For your brightest wash, Brightex. Brightex, for the brightest wash. Welcome back. I am your host, Udun Gang. You're listening to NASCO Moments. We're talking about how financial intelligence and financial literacy can make for a prosperous society. Our guest is Mr. Bulus Gwashi. He is a financial and management consultant, an accredited consultant for Bank of Industries, and an accredited trainer for international labor organization. We'll just start the discussion of the day right away. Mr. Gwashik, can you tell us what financial literacy is all about? Basically, um, financial literacy you know, talks about, or it focuses on the level of knowledge or education or information uh, that an individual has about issues um, related to finance, how well informed that individual is. How financially literate are Nigerians generally? In my opinion, I think to a significant extent, uh, Nigerians are well informed about issues on finance uh, in their day-to-day dealings. Okay, so why is it important to be financially literate? Basically, um, in any society, you don't live your life alone. You interact with people. Uh, you hardly, it's even not possible to have somebody who has everything he or she needs. So from time to time, you interact with people to get what you need that you don't have and give what you have that others need. And the medium of that interchange is 
uh, exchange of value. So to be well informed, to be well educated will help an individual to be able to thrive well in the society. Okay. And to be well informed financially, that is. Yeah, that's correct. What's the difference between financial literacy and financial intelligence? Uh, like I said, financial literacy is the level of information one has uh, on financial issues. How well informed you are, how educated you are. Um, whereas literacy, sorry, intelligence is your ability to apply that knowledge uh, that you have, your capacity, you know, to apply that knowledge in handling issues. Um, revolving finance and, uh, in life you know there's a difference between uh, education or knowledge and wisdom not everybody that is educated is wise uh, so intelligence is that capacity to apply that knowledge you have uh, judicious application of that knowledge uh, in handling and managing your financial resources can you give us a typical example of uh, someone who is financially intelligent, how he is able to apply the knowledge he has? There are many people who, you know, have access to money, but the way and manner they manage it, allocation of the financial resources vary from one individual to the other. There are people who are wasteful. They spend their money on consumption issues. There are others uh, who spend money with the view of tomorrow in mind. In other words, you have in mind also to invest. You know, part of what you are having available today for tomorrow, thinking of the rainy day. So you don't just um, live your life on what you have now and keep consuming without really thinking or um, prioritizing your needs. Uh, in the day-to-day -day living. What about people who, they, okay, they have an idea, they know that they're supposed to save for a rainy day, they save, but um, they possibly don't know how to invest or where to invest or where it is even safe to invest, considering uh, the climate we find ourselves in today, there's so many fraudsters out there. Um, so are those people, where do these people fall in these categories now? Well, basically, if you do not no, nobody in life ever has everything he or she needs. Uh, so if you have access to finance, but you lack uh, information or knowledge on where to invest or where to um, put in those resources, you can uh, seek help. You can ask questions. You can go to those who know it for them to give you information to guide you. Uh, so that you you know you would have what you don't have or know what you lack. So basically, um, there's room to learn uh, and to acquire the knowledge that you lack. Nobody is born with knowledge. But where can you find these people who know? Um, because yes, you need the knowledge. You need people who know who can give you the right advice. But uh, who are the right people? Where can you find them? Well, um, like what sort of people are the right people? Those, those who are knowledgeable about uh, finance generally, 
uh, those who have maybe had the opportunity of working extensively around issues on investment, around issues on finance, uh, those, those who have actually probably lived their lives, you know, managing their own resources well. Uh, you can ask questions, you can see some where you live and then ask the questions. Uh, then you'll, be, you'll certainly be able to get uh, some around you. Okay, can we now talk more about the benefits of being financially literate? What are those benefits? Um, it's important, you know, because hardly will anybody in life has all what you need. Uh, so one of the major advantages of being financially literate is the fact that uh, resources are in life generally scarce. So if you are financially literate, you'll be able to prioritize what your needs are, be able to allocate uh, your resources wisely. You will also be able to know where to get what you need, what you need to do to be able to raise finances and then of course uh, manage it. So it's, it's, you know, it's very, very important that if you are literate, you'll be able to provide uh, for tomorrow, for yourself and for your family, you reduce the propensity for handling or managing emergencies at all the time because you're able to plan your life better. So there are lots of uh, those advantages if you are financially literate. Yeah, but emergencies are what they are. You don't really plan for them. <laughs> yeah, for instance, you know, those who have kids, you know that kids at some time in future would have to go to certain levels of, of education. Uh, so knowing fully well that in the next two years, three years, my child will be in this level and this is my present level of income. Uh, you now begin to think of what other alternative avenues can I explore uh, to improve my level of income towards managing you know, issues relating to school fees, issues relating to uh, ill health, you know, other emergencies like something happening in the home, some breakdown in the vehicle and things like that. So, you, 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 are, you know, these are realities that you don't uh, need anybody to tell you or you go to school to learn. There are things we contend with daily. Okay. Yeah. Uh, listener, it is the NASCO Moments radio show. Thank you for staying tuned. Uh, we have been getting a number of answers from our guest this morning, Mr. Gwashi. I'd like you to stay tuned because uh, we're just halfway through this conversation. Stay tuned. Ever since I discovered the secret of Brightex white detergent, my clothes come fresh, bright and clean always. It's mild on clothes and good for my washing machine. Thank you, Brightex. Brightex detergent cleans dip stains and dirt from your clothes, keeping it fresh and bright so your clothes don't fade. It lasts longer. Brightex white detergent, a quality product from NASCO. Take the Brightex advantage today and keep your clothes fresh, bright and clean. For your brightest wash, Brightex. Brightex, for the brightest wash. 
Welcome back, dear listener. This is NASCO Moments, and I'm your host, Hudun Gang. Our guest has been Mr. Pulus Gwashi. He is a financial and management consultant and accredited consultant for Bank of Industries, BOI, and an accredited trainer for International Labour Organization, ILO ITC. We are talking about how financial intelligence and financial literacy can make for a prosperous society. Now we'll be getting back to the discussion. Now, how can financial literacy help the individual to take business decisions? Business decisions basically are your capacity or ability to allocate resources to be able to generate revenue uh, on an increasing basis. When you're well informed, when you're educated, when you're knowledgeable about what kind of business you're running, what resources are needed for those for that particular business, the more you um, you know what is required, the better you'll be positioned to manage your business well. Uh, you know when to pay salaries, uh, you know when to maybe um, buy diesel or petrol, you know when to, you know, to get what input you need for your business. All of this will guide, will help you to at least be able to again prioritize uh, the, the limited resources, financial resources, with the numerous um, needs, needs that the business has. So, you know, being well informed will help you uh, be able to play through managing those things more effectively and efficiently. Now, how can a person keep track of his or expenses in a healthy manner? Basically, I think first is to be sure you plan your activities, plan and prioritize uh, uh, your activities, keep records, uh, because there are so many of our local business people that keep records in the head. Uh, that's, that's really not advisable. Uh, is 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 you know in in business when records are kept it, it helps you to uh, commit I mean avoid uh, mistakes and and also be aware of whether you are making good enough progress or not in the in, in running the business so um, it's it's a whole lot of you know being able to place yourself uh, in the you know. In, in running the business and organizing it uh, properly. Okay. What advice would you give to the person listening to this program who wants to start a business but does not have the funds? In my opinion, and through the few years of my experience, funding is not the major challenge for starting a business at all. Somebody has rightly said that our problem in Nigeria is the poverty of the mind and the poverty of the purse. What we lack is not the money to start the business, but limited capacity to know what business to do. Many businesses that people run, they copy others. They do not sit down to really think deep enough about the business. Uh, is the business I'm identifying, is there an opportunity for it? Uh, is there a market for it? Is there a demand for it? Even if there's a demand for it, do I have the capacity to run that business? 
um, many people who comb the streets looking for jobs or business, you know, for money to start business, they have very expensive handsets. You know, certain businesses uh, can be started small and then you grow them. Uh, so if, if you really, really sit down and organize yourself and your mind and the kind of business, you know, that's a, that, that you, are, you are capable of doing, that you are maybe gifted to do, then the issue on where to raise the money becomes secondary. Mm. Yeah, and you can raise money from your personal savings, from family, friends, uh, you know, family sources, and, and uh, you know, you get started and grow the business. That's the principle. Mm. Yeah. So you should think small first, and yeah. then you have the opportunity to grow the business. Certainly. All right. Um, can you take us through a step-by-step guide on how financial literacy can make for a prosperous society? First of all, the principle of economy is built around the fact that there must be exchange. Uh, people always need other things they don't have and people have other things that other people need. So basically, we need each other. Uh, so in my opinion, I think the first thing to do uh, is, to, is to try to have a plan, you know, of the kind of business I want to do, and be certain, as we said earlier, that you have what it takes, you know, to run into a business, I mean to run a business, there are a, a number of entrepreneurs that um, choose to go into a business that they do not have the competence. Uh, so they, they go around looking for people who have that knowledge or the technical skill to run that business. And more often than not, when that person is not there, the business doesn't uh, thrive very well. Uh, yeah, so first is to make sure uh, you, you understand where, what particular needs are or demands are in the market so that you'll be able to identify that the business is contributing uh, to meeting needs that are uh, around you. Uh, that, that is very, very important. And then, of course, uh, with that, you'll be able to uh, have sustained demand and maybe generate revenue that you need to keep the business growing. And, uh, and of course, also, it helps to generate employment because as the business grows, you will need other more inputs. And the input for your business might be output from another business and, or your output from your business may be an input for another person's business. So such an you know, interchange is what helps to grow the economy of any particular community, you know. Uh, so end products of certain businesses are the input for other sets of businesses. Uh, but where we do almost the same thing, you know, we're not, we're not growing as a community because if we produce the same thing, uh, who will buy from who? And where do we get what we need that we do not produce? You know, so businesses, uh, we, we need to be wise enough to make choices and make contributions that 
we complement what others do so that with that the entire community over time will be able to grow and uh, become more viable and prosperous okay so it's basically um, instead of everybody running to do the same kind of business you should look at maybe the value chain what is needed if one person is already growing a product for instance another one should think of processing it and so on but we're not doing enough in that regard is that what you're saying very very far indeed we're very very far we're not even thinking of that much uh, and I, I think the lot of cases of copycats more than uh, otherwise. You know, you see women on a particular street selling yams. All of them are selling yams or potatoes. All of them are selling potatoes. Uh, so who buys from who? And because of that, we we really can't grow. Uh, our circumstances don't improve fast because we're not. We're not creating value. We're not adding value. Many people uh, do buying and selling. You buy something that somebody has uh, produced and you sell. And the person buying from you is consuming what he or she did not produce. So the cycle continues and we cannot have a prosperous community or society, you know, if we are not engaged in value creation and value addition in the process of in the economic activities we get engaged in. Earlier on you said um, to, to start a business, find what the society needs and provide that need. Some have said we can go beyond that and trigger a want. So if you trigger something that people might want and uh, you're able to get a demand from that, um, can you make that sustainable? Well, it depends on your ability to be that creative or innovative. To, to identify or, or create a need that is not visible right now. Uh, and then, of course, the extent to which, you know, you're able to uh, create that need in the segment of market, is it, is it a need that has a, a strong enough uh, market you know, reach? Uh, and can it be sustained? There are some needs that are short-term, there are some needs that are recurring. So it all depends on your ability to really be able to generate that uh, kind of um, value proposition that will give you a sustained market to be able to grow, to start and grow your business. Okay. What are your final thoughts as we round up this discussion? Every person has something to contribute and we're all gifted you know, to, to do something very, very specific. The idea of always thinking that I don't have money, so I don't have anything to do. And the culture of dependence. You see one person having a family of five, six, seven, eight, and only one person walks in that family feeding that uh, population. All of that is contributing to aggravating the poverty and our economic down, downward trend because it doesn't help anybody. You don't need money before you have the idea of the business you want to do. It is be, being able to generate that idea that will help you know how much money I would need to start at least small. Because you need the experience to be able to grow that business. You need the experience to expand the scope of that business. So you don't need to start the business big. 
start small, create awareness about the business, and then develop the capacity of the business and your own capacity to run the business. That way, there's the certainty that at least uh, you will be able to run that business uh, far, further into the future than can possibly be conceivable. Okay, and I'm afraid that's all we have time for, Mr. Bulusquashi. We're very grateful for you being on the program this morning. Thank you for having me. Delisa, I hope you have been educated and informed on how financial intelligence and financial literacy can make for a prosperous society. Remember to follow NASCO's social media handles for exciting information. You can also visit www.facebook.com slash NASCO group. You are encouraged to freely send feedback on any aspect of the NASCO Moments radio show to the email info at nasco.net or by text through the dedicated care line 0805-774-7777. The NASCO Moments trivia question for this week is, what date and under whose government was the Banks and Other Financial Institutions Act BOFIA signed into law? Send the correct answer via text to 0805-774-7777. Include your full name and exact location. Our trivia question for last week was, in what year was the Child Rights Bill first introduced in Nigeria? The answer is 2002. And our winners are Chukube from Busabuji and Divine from Kuba Road. Congratulations. You will be called and told how to claim your promised prize of a NASCO gift basket. The NASCO Moments radio talk show has been brought to you by NASCO Group. It was created by Unimark Limited Marketing Communications Consultants, Executive Producers, NASCO Marketing Department, Producer, Harun Audu, Research and Content Development, George Palm and Harun Audu, Production Coordinator, Solomon Audu, Deborah Galadima and Alex Ruben. Until next time, stay safe, always wash your hands, wear face masks in public, Practice social distancing and carry your hand sanitizer with you. My name is Hudun Gyan. This is Nasco Moments.